I'm, I, I'm back in the saddle, kind of. This is going to be a, a five-minute devotional, which is the way I like this, a little slow start back into this thing. Um, and as it were, we already planned uh, in May two different uh, people coming in to speak, guest speakers to speak. So I'm, I'm really not going to be speaking that much here, probably until 2019, if that's okay. And I'll just call it good from there. Um, so how do you tie up? Uh, the word's already been spoken, right? I mean, we, we've already heard it. Um, Romans chapter 6, that Christ died for us and was raised to newness of life, and, and we too now can be raised to newness of life in him, and these stories of, of baptism and people following him and stories about the field over there. Um, you know, the, the thing that strikes me about this morning, the, the passage of Scripture that, I don't know, it's just as I was thinking about it this past week and then just even seeing the stories over this, uh, these last few days, it's in Matthew and it's also in Luke. And Jesus says it, and, and it's recorded twice. It's just a simple phrase. Many of us have probably heard this before. Matthew chapter 10, verse 32. Whoever acknowledges me before men... I will also acknowledge him before my Father in heaven. But whoever disowns me before men, I will disown him before my Father in heaven. This is uh, one of those moments where we saw people stand up here and say, I love Christ. And it was one of those trips where we heard story after story of people standing, taking that stand and saying, I will follow Christ no, no matter what comes. And every story had loss. Uh, every story, someone lost something. And they, they counted the cost. They really did. Um, and they knew it was going to happen. They'd seen it happen before. It was staggering to, to hear these stories one after another. The meeting was supposed to be a couple hours. We started around 4 o'clock, and we didn't get done until 9.30, something like that, maybe a little past it. You just couldn't stop. One person shared their story, and we prayed, and, and how do you not then hear every one of them? And it was just an amazing time. And, and hearing God move, and having, they all had, six of them had visions um, out of hearing the word, and all the visions were the same, come follow me, come follow me. It was Jesus saying, come follow me. And it was amazing to see all this movement of God, and to even be part of some of it. J.D. said, you know, you guys, you guys don't understand this. Some of us can be five years over here and never see one person come and start professing this life for Christ. You guys have been here five days, and you saw it. He's like, you don't realize how privileged you are in this moment to see that happen. Um, and and there's, the, there's the disconnect, the juxtaposition, right? So you have Africa the price you pay to follow Christ over there, and then coming overseas and how, how low a price we have to pay to follow Christ. I mean, there's a growing culture of shame against Christianity in our culture. It's growing. It's getting more and more pronounced about shame on you for believing that, shame on you. Um, but we don't have that. And and the thing I, I, I just, I sense as we're coming out of this time, and um, I, I don't want anybody to feel guilty about being born in America. You didn't control that, and I didn't control that. They didn't control where they were born either. 
It's just where we're born. So there's no guilt about that. The, the only question is, in the, in the culture and the home that we were born and raised and in this environment, will we still stand and say that I do know Christ and I do follow Christ? That's, that's what Christ says. Will you acknowledge me before all men, all women, all cultures? That's the essence of it. We don't have to be guilty for being given more. In fact, what Christ would have us do is because we have been given more, especially in freedoms to pray and to follow him, we will be held responsible for that more in that sense. And so we say these stories, and part of me wanted you to hear what it's like to go for the first time because God is stirring some of your hearts right now to go and pray. We're going to be sending trip after trip after trip to go and pray. We're not going to build homes. We're not going to do work projects. And those are good things. I, I said that with a, eh. Shouldn't have said it with that, eh. Those are good. They have their place. What God's calling us to is to pray. And so the vision that God is going to be rolling out here, and we're going to make sure we got it all organized, but we're going to start just sending team after team to pray and to see these strongholds broken. The other thing that just kind of struck me as we came back um, was how many stories, even this past week of God moving, have surfaced. And I am so glad. Even when I was over there, I just kept thinking, Lord, I'm so glad I'm at Freshwater. I'm so glad I'm at Freshwater to see what you're doing. Because there is story after story after story, just like theirs. Someone gave their, their story in the first service. He had a vision. He got a vision from the Lord, and it was clearly from him. We had visions over there. We're having visions over here. We're seeing people follow Christ here. We're seeing it over there. Incredible breakthrough. The women's Bible study, the shout-out for the Tuesday gals, um, the stories we're hearing out of that Bible study of women courageously starting to speak about Christ, just following that whisper, right? God, go talk to them. We're hearing great stories. There's stories out of Alpha just this week. I won't say those are coming here in the next couple weeks, but God's moving in Alpha. The stories of the men's Bible study on Saturday mornings, there's like four or five guys that have just been kind of lit up by Jesus and are wanting to go further and go deeper, and they're saying, what does it take? I mean, it's, it's happening, folks. It's happening across, across all of it. And there's more stories coming. We got a number of trips coming up. We got the youth trips coming up in Guatemala. We got VBS. It's just hang on. Put on your seatbelt because God's moving. It's a good time to be here. And uh, as we end this service, there's a song we're going to close with. I invite the team to come up. And it's a song that talks about break every chain. And we sang that a couple weeks ago. But it's a song that's not necessarily one that you just, it's, it's not you just get through the words. It's a song, it's a prayer. There's power in the name of Jesus to break every chain. And so as you sing this song, I don't just invite you to sing this and, and ask God, Lord, who do you want me to pray for that you know is in chains and, and to pray for them? Even as you're singing this song and say, Lord, would you break the chains? And if some of you, even this morning, you, you heard the stories and, and that story is your story, only you, you haven't made that decision about Christ and you don't, you haven't, you know, totally decided where you fall out with him. 
I'd encourage you to, to make that choice. Make that choice this morning. Choose him. And it's just as simple as that verse that was read, Romans chapter 10, verse 9. If you believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord and you confess with your mouth you know, that he is Lord, right? Believe in your heart that he is Lord and confess, you will be saved. I just messed it up. I got 9 and 10. You can look it up. I'll look it up. No. Um, you can make that decision. You can make that decision right now. You don't have to wait. It could be you and him. Those men who came to Christ, they made a decision, and most of them did it with just them and Jesus. And then they went on to share. They had to share. They had to acknowledge it. So as we sing this song, let's just ask God, God to, to move. Let me just pray as we uh, move into this time. Lord, I thank you for these stories. And right now, Lord, we want to even end this time with you showing us, Lord, who else put people on our hearts right now? Who else, Lord? And Lord, if there's people that are even just in chains right now, would you, would you just show them and tell them so gently you can free them? You can break them doesn't matter how long or what they've done, you can bring freedom. And over these few moments, in the name of Jesus, we just release your freedom. We release your power. And if God is stirring you, you want prayer, don't wait for the song to come over. Just come on down. We'll pray for you when the song's done. But as a response to him, don't, don't wait. And it, I don't care what it's about. If he is stirring you and you need prayer or you want prayer for something, just come forward in the song and we'll pray for you.